0: Welcome to You Are The Host, the podcast where you are the host. I mean, and by you, I mean Sunshine. By I me. Mean, by you. Yeah, all right. Hey, I, I got a question. Yes. Sunshine's your real name, right? Yes. Uh, you want to see my ID? You? No, I'm okay. I believe okay. you. All are, right. Well, what kind of drugs were your parents on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good that's answer. A, Good a, answer. Appropriate answer. Uh, have you ever asked him about how you got your name, or did you change it yourself? Or
1: um, so the story goes, uh, I come from a very large Irish Catholic family. Like I don't know if you ever went to St. Paul, but there's a lot of like Irish Catholic people, and uh, and my mom and dad wanted to name me Sunshine D'Artagnan, and my grandmother was like, if he doesn't have a Christian name, he won't have a saint to you know. Follow him around or what? I don't know what Catholics believe. I grew up Catholic. Me either. Me. Yeah, right? I'm a recovering Catholic and I still don't know. But anyways, so like she went to the doctor and was like, you cannot name this child Sunshine D'Artagnan. He was like, fine, lady, whatever. What do you want? And and was like, you know, went to her Saints book, which is in alphabetical order, and she opened it to D, and it was Daniel David. And so that was my name growing up was Daniel David. I hated it. And then I finally like when i was probably like 18 or 19 heard the story about sunshine and i was like oh my god and like i was a bad dude like a very bad person growing up like stealing cars you name it, just a whole bunch of bad. Oh, shit. so you were a like, Catholic? Okay. <laughs> 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 I said I stole cars, not touched little boys. Oh, oh, um, right. Those are yeah. And yep. I just, I was a bad person. I, I lied and cheated and stole and fought people, like a very violent person. And I just decided I didn't want to be that person anymore. And I was just like, I'm going to change my name, change my name, change who I am. So every time someone says Sunshine to me, says my name, I. I think like, oh yeah, I gotta be that person that I wanna be. And I legally changed my name back to Sunshine D'Artagnan. And uh, it's just, it's a constant reminder. And like, it's about like that power of positivity, you know? Like, I'm sure we're gonna talk about that, but Mm -hmm. it's like, you have control, you're powerful, you can change who you are and what you do. It's all up to you, like on what you do. I'm living proof. I used to be a very bad person. You know, I got a police record and everything. Been to jail a few times. Hell don't yeah, go I looking mean, that up, please. Well, you,
0: <laughs> you do happen to be in the festival scene. So, like Devin and I said on our episode, there's kind of an overlap there. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so kind of, yeah. So,
1: you know, and it's just like, it, but it's all my choice. Like, mm. my life becomes my choice. And, like, how I, you know, like, I don't believe in heaven or hell, you know, but I believe that you create heaven or hell every day, right? If you're going to be a dick, you're going to fuck people over, you're going to live that gangster life, like, you got to look over your shoulder all the time, right? Live by the sword, die by the sword. But if you're like positive and loving to people and like you genuine with people, like heaven's gonna be around you all the time. Like attracts like, right? The gangsters, they're not gonna be one around you if you're positive and like a loving person. They're just that's not what their vibe is. But if you're like a good positive person, you're living right, you're starting with love, chesed of chesed for all my Kabbalah people out there. <laughs> um uh, you know, that's what you're gonna bring into your life. You know it's not like mm-hmm. toxic positivity you don't walk around like a blissful boob that's fucking stupid like yeah. bad shit happens i got bad depression like su- suicidal ideation depression like i get sad but i know that like i just have to make a decision right you know it's all so, on you yeah yeah i could agree with that i see a lot of like toxic positivity out there especially like you know i'm a big part of the wookie foot scene like mm-hmm. they're kind of the dudes that that brought me up and I see a lot of toxic posit- you know, positivity, of people just ignoring bad things. Like, I'm the first person to call some bad shit out. Be like, yo, that's fucked up, don't do that anymore. You know, oh, but you're ruining the party. It's like, no, 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 you're ruining the party with your shitty behavior. Don't say that, don't do that. Like, we can talk about it and have a dialogue, but don't pull that shit, you know? Like, and I see so much of that, especially in the EDM scene too. I saw so many people at Skyway being like, oh man, let's not talk about bad shit, it ruins the vibe. And I'm like, no, no, no. That shit ruins the vibe. Somebody's not having a good time. Especially it always seemed to be females. You know? And like for a tiny little aside, I was, I was in college and this professor was like, like, do you guys know what privilege is? This is a long, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you guys. So this is before like everybody kind of knew what it was. And he, we were all just like, nah. And he like drew the, the chalkboard or whiteboard in half. And he was like, one side he wrote men, the other side he wrote women. He's like, hey guys, what do you do when you leave at night or you're going somewhere at night, you know, to, to make sure you're safe? We're all like, what the fuck is he talking about? He's like, you know, like to make sure you don't get raped or mugged. Or, and I was like, I don't know, nothing. He's like, all right, we'll, we'll give you a second. Let's talk to the ladies. Ladies, they were like, I hold my keys in my hand. I pretend to be on the phone. No, don't pretend to be on the phone. Actually be on the phone. Park underneath the streetlight. Pull up into this spot. Never do this. Never for like half an hour every girl in that class went through those shit and like told all these like scary ass stories and went back to us guys and was like see what they do every fucking day every day every time they're doing anything is clouded by this like feeling you have that privilege that you just get to walk around and be like you know whatever it doesn't mean bad shit doesn't happen to me just i don't have that burden on my back every fucking day you know like and,
2: that specific burden
1: yeah you know and like i think about that in our scene too of just like you got to realize, like, it's it's definitely, like, come while out, have a good time. I'm all about that. But, like, at the expense of somebody else, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And you got to think about it. Like, is this girl feeling weird in a corner? She's fucked up. And you're all like, hey, what's up, girl? Like, come on. Think about it from her perspective, dude. She doesn't know you. Don't be that guy. Don't ruin the scene like that. Anyways.
0: Especially when they're filled with drugs and music. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, can turn somebody into something real bad. Yeah. Use common sense and I don't know. I mean it's just like that to me is toxic positivity, which is not what the power of positivity is. Power of positivity is about you. About like mm-hmm. when things come to you of being like, I have a choice, two choices. I can either think about it in a negative way or I can think about it in a positive way. Think about the pandemic, right? Fuck it sucks, right? Mm-hmm. But think sure. about all the great things that came from it, right? I got sober, man. I was raging alcoholic, you know, and like I got sober. I lost Seventy pounds and and ran two marathons, you know. Oh, way
2: to go! Yeah,
1: thanks. You know, like, but it's about those choices, right? About just being like, I just chose. I was like, I'm gonna quit drinking. I'm gonna quit smoking too. People ask me like, how do you do it? Well, you fucking don't do it. Like, it's that easy. <laughs> like, I have this saying I say all the time. Like, it's not complicated. It's just hard work, you know. And so many people are like, <sighs> averse to hard work. Like, it's every single day. I just choose not to drink or smoke cigarettes sucks. There are days that I want to claw your fucking eyes out for a cigarette. Especially if you're smoking. I'm like, oh my god, dude. But I just don't.
0: Yeah, I actually uh, did the same thing. Uh, not, I don't have like any addiction problem. I, was, I didn't have to get sober or anything like that. But I was really, really large. And, well, I like to uh, compare, or not compare, I like to blame uh, DMT for helping me. But let's pretend like that didn't happen. Uh, one day I was just like, I don't want to be fat anymore and just like did the work and lost the weight so Air five so I, ki- I kind of did a similar thing but that leads me to ask you like because you said that you used to be a bad guy as you put it so like at what point did your brain snap where you were just like oh, i don't want to do that anymore like what or did something happen that actually made you change that mindset
1: yeah i'm trying to think of like a single you know it's one of those things like it it wasn't like a single thing it was just it was definitely the moment that uh, I was in my apartment, my girlfriend had left me, I'd just gotten out of jail, um, couldn't pay my bills, and the lights went off. I was like, fuck, dude, I didn't pay the electric bill, because I don't have any money. And, I, <laughs> and my cat comes up to me, and I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I'll just turn on the radio, shit. Well, I'll make some music on my computer, fuck. Well, I'll just make a pizza in my electric stove, fuck. Well, I'll microwave a shit. Well, I'll turn on the TV and put pl- Fuck my cat was like yo motherfucker get a job like looked i swear to god his cat looked (laughs) me in the eye and was like get a fucking job and i was like yeah i need to make some changes you know and like part of the reason that i was so asked out is like i was fucking up at work stealing shit from my job that caught me and fired me then i went out and got in a fight at a bar and i got arrested and thrown in jail like who wants to fucking deal with that shit you know i was a very violent person you know like I used to love getting into fights, you know, and me too. Yeah. You know, like I'm just, I'm a big dude. I'm six foot two, you know, like have a black belt and Sharon Rue like pour a couple drinks in me and like I'm king of the world, you know, like, and, uh, I just realized it's not a way to live. Like looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, you're that dude, you're that dude, you know? And I was like, do you really want to be that guy? You know? And everyone around me was just like, some sort of criminal element, selling cocaine, guns, and just, it wasn't the way to be, man. You,
2: you realized know? it wasn't the scene you wanted to hang around in.
1: Yeah, and I, and I quit, and I just, from that day, just, you know, I completely changed my life. I let go of all those friends, didn't talk to any of them, got a new job, told everybody my name was Sunshine. They were like, awesome. And like, every time they said, Sunshine, or hey, come here, Sunshine, or Sunny, or, Sunny, or whatever, I was like, that's right. You're being a different person. Same thing with my like sobriety, you know? I tattooed this on my chest. It's my sobriety date. You know? That's better than like... a
0: different chest tattoo that's been brought up on this podcast. So Yeah?
1: Yeah. Terrible chest tattoo. Yeah. Oh, is this one terrible?
0: No, that one's no, better. That's, okay. that's got good that's meaning great. behind nice. it. That's fantastic. <laughs>
1: what was the I wanna know what the terrible chest tattoo was. Now we
0: we never decided which one it was. I never even heard back from him. But... It was
2: it was either um, all art is pain or all art is sadness all art
0: comes from pain or all yeah. art comes from sadness it was one of those two and i always hated it because i was like it's only true half the time let's calm down right we <laughs> can't
2: use the term all you can say some why art is comes it so from... profound yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway sorry to good job there no, it no totally. reminded
1: me of that i i love i love bad tattoos i have a bad tattoo right here um see the barbed wire and see how it doesn't go all the way Mm -hmm. when i was 16 my friend was like yo there's this dude who works at a tattoo shop and he told me he'll give you a tattoo if you sell him a bag of weed i was like fuck (laughs) yeah i was like it's kind of what i do i sell weed anyways so sure and i went there and i I think i was drunk or stoned or i'm sure it was one of the two or both and i was like here you go and like handed him an eighth that shows you what how old that was—a fucking eighth. Do yeah. People <laughs> even buy eighths anymore. No, I don't think don't so. Don't answer that. I um, <laughs> already did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was like, "What do you want?" And I was like, "Uh, I don't know that." And like, pointed to the barbed wire thing. And like, dude, like halfway through, I was like, "Bro, stop! This is stupid." And he was like, "Dude, I gotta finish it." And I was like, "No, no, you don't." And like, so when I got my big sleeve, which is the story of my life, I made sure to not like cover that up. Oh, that
2: because that's that's part of your story it's
1: part of my story right man. do you know oh, yeah. what wabi sabi is no Mm-mm. the japanese it's a japanese practice that like um a vase can be beautiful right but then when it, they, they'll purposely crack it throw it on the ground and bust it oh. into pieces mm-hmm. they put it back together filling all the cracks with gold because only the only the divine can be perfect right only god can be perfect and man can man is always flawed that's in our nature and so that's what the idea of wabi-sabi is is purposely damaging uh, a piece of art to like show the the imperfection in it and so like that's why on my sleeve i kept that little piece plus it's my story i want to remember that some decisions are permanent you can never go back you can say sorry as much as you want and cover it up and it's still there dude mm-hmm. you know um this
0: leads me into i guess asking about the ministry of yes cuz i'm sure it's connected to what you're talking about um I said I kind of know what it is, but I don't think I did. I think I was thinking of something else yeah. when I was on the Devin episode. Um, but this entire time, I, before having you on, I've been thinking about I haven't looked into anything about you at all. Oh, For nice. the sake of this platform, that's kind of what I wanted to do. But uh, I keep hearing Ministry of Yes and then uh, thinking it's a cult. So did you go from <laughs> one cult to another cult?
1: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this woman named Amy Butterfly, who's... Uh, married to dating common law married to Jojo who's in Wookiefoot. Um her part of Wookiefoot's thing is this thing called make believe. And what it is is like, what if we could bend reality around you without you taking drugs? Like we never do things to you, we do things for you, right? So like I was actually planning and I could not get my whole crew here. We were gonna have the Ministry of Yes show up here which is 38 people in choir robes. Hell yeah. And if they just like came (laughs) into your apartment, like how wild would that be? Right. Um, (laughs) That's essentially what we do at our shows is like at at the family shows is like create this, you know, uh, I have, I have the ability to convince people to do things for some reason. I'm like, Hey, come and put this costume on, do this crazy thing with me. And so I use that in order to like give people an experience. So the ministry of yes was started by late at night everybody's good and fucked up in the campsites and i come in dressed in this silver robe with these vestments that say yes and a little bible that has yes on it i come into the campsite and i'm like hey guys do you know what the power of positivity is people are like uh what the fuck is that oh and i have sorry i have heart glasses on too and people are just like what the fuck is happening and i'm like you have the choice every day. You can choose positivity. You can choose negativity. I'm just going to like throw all your crap around. You're actually not the first person. To not be the first pulling
0: shit and hitting <laughs> shit. So, nope, definitely not.
1: Um, so, I come <laughs> into the campsite and I'm like, you have, you know, the, the, the power to, to, you know, choose either positivity or negativity every single moment, you know, and most people are like, hey, cool. You want a beer or whatever? And I'm like, I feel like I'm not getting through to you. I was like, what if I snap my fingers and 38 people in choir robes came out and I snap my fingers and my whole crew from the shadows comes around and starts singing, let's talk about yes, baby. Let's talk <laughs> about you and me. Awesome. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about yes. And That's when I start preaching the power of positivity, right? How you can change your life, how I changed my life. You know, and I try to tailor it to those individual people. It's almost like a... Uh, motivational speaker flash mob is essentially what it is and then I snap my fingers and we all disappear as quickly as we can and we've been doing that for a couple of years and uh, had some awesome feedback from some people that really meant a lot to them so okay yes yeah, the ministry of yes that's interesting yeah Just
0: fucking random positive flash mobs <laughs> I'm <all> about that. <laughs> usually flash mobs are they positive I don't think so I
2: think most po- flash mobs are they positive. are yeah oh.
1: Yeah, or just, you know, <laughs> or dancing. It's a lot of dancing. Yeah, yeah it's mostly dancing. Dancing is positive. Maybe I'm just I, a I grumpy old is fucking positive. man. Is there, That's negative, is there negative dancing? Yeah. What is negative dancing? Have you met dancing? a stripper? Most dancing. I don't no, know. I mean, Strippers are I'm okay. I'm just kidding. Why are, you hanging, why, why are you ragging on strippers? They're as working as their way here. through college. It was a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as I'm over here ragging <laughs> on all dancing. <laughs> <As> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. He's like all dancing. I told you. I'm just a grumpy old man. No, I actually like dancing. i just sad that I can't do it well, so
1: yeah i'm not a great dancer like I, I like have my own like moves or whatever but like anyone who's ever tried to teach me to dance kind of thing I...
0: I mean maybe dancing in do we count metal concerts as dancing because i'm actually really good at like two-step headbang or like hardcore dancing yeah and like they, but... moshing no moshing's different
2: okay hardcore so dancing looks moshing like... as well
0: yeah but that's not a dance.
1: Watching is slam
0: dancing. I mean right. that, that was I, like I was the original thing. Was... I was more talking about like hardcore dancing because there's at least some skill involved in that. Hard... Have you guys watched hardcore dancing? No. Well, you're basically like a four year old throwing a temper tantrum, but you're not allowed to hit anybody around you. Can I with on mm-hmm. mute so I don't blow out our ears, just show you guys a video of hardcore dancing real quick? Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Alright, we're gonna have to talk over it because I don't want to play the music or anything, but you guys will see what I'm talking about. Unless this is just gonna show us a mosh pit, then I'll be really disappointed. But basically, on metal shows, it's usually in the back. So there's Mosh Pit is in the center, and then and that also happens in other genres. It's not just metal. But then hardcore dancing, specifically metal, and usually be in the back. And you're kicking and and throwing fists, kind of like this guy. Only he's bad at it because you're not supposed to hit anybody. <laughs> like the goal <laughs> I think is. that just, guy's just fighting. Yeah. Well, yeah. The goal mm-hmm. is to not hit anybody. And if if somebody hits somebody, usually they get whipped on the fucking ground because you're supposed to be paying attention. You're supposed to care about your uh, fellow uh, dancers. Yeah, but. It depends on how good you are and how skilled, you, uh, you know.
1: It reminds yeah. me of yeah, there like you go. There you skanking, go. kind of. What is that? Skanking is like almost the exact same thing, but just to a different music. So yeah, like that's all more the difference. Rap, right? Yeah, the Scott yeah. punks back in the day used to like swing their elbows and kick their knees up as high as they can. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think th- I think it was definitely meant to be like I will fuck if you're in my way. I'm gonna fucking punch you and knee you. Yeah, that seems bad. Yeah, yeah that was like the hardcore scenes I grew up in. I'm glad that kids nowadays are like, all right, let's not punch oh. and fucking kick each other. Cause I came up in the punk scene in like, you know, the early two thousands, late nineties or whatever. Punk's and like, always been like that. That was always the thing was mm-hmm. like, let's fucking go in. And like, if you're too pussy to be in the pit and not get punched, then you shouldn't be here. Like, which I was always well, kind of like, I guess, I mean, I'm angry about my dad too, but like, can we not like inflict pain on each other? Like, yes, I like, know. I wish,
0: this is gonna be controversial oh compared to what you just said. But <clears throat> I sort of wish that punk was still that way. Cause punk used to be this scene and this is gonna sound controversial because it sounds like I'm trying to push a negative thing. Sure. But like it's literally what punk is. Like you're a bunch of punks and like the lyrics, the music it used to push like this anti system, fuck everybody, we only care about ourselves movement. And they used to fucking throw each other around, punch each other, like it was violent <laughs> because the whole idea behind punk and punk bands is I don't care about anybody. Right. This is literally the genre of I don't give a shit. It's like it's like a different form of black metal in that sense almost. And and at some point now punk has changed and now punk is all this like we accept everybody, like literally Punk, uh, you know, they used to have the punk jackets where you put all those fucking badges on and shit of all the bands you've seen, and now it's just. Uh, and I d- trust me, I'm part of LGBT, so I, I, uh, I am not against them, but now it's just like rainbow flags and fucking. And it's like that's not what punk is. <laughs> Punk's not about accepting everybody. Punk's about hating everybody and being negative and only caring about yourself. Literally, what punk is. I know, like, <clears throat> uh, her boss and one of my friends. He's a, uh, he's a uh, old one of the old. He's not even punk anymore. Like, he's out of that era of his life, but he right. used to be in the punk scene back in the day, and he has so many fun stories from back then. He's like, yeah, man, used to just fucking beat the shit out of each other, pissing on each other, bleeding on each other, whatever.
1: Throwing cigarettes at each other. Yeah,
0: dude, it's it's the punk scene. It's the punk life, and I don't I don't condone any of that. Like, I like the music, but I would never go to one of those shows for that reason, but... That's yeah. what I think. Like it used to be about. The lyrics are so fucking aggressive. About. I hate everybody, and I like that. Yeah, I, I mean, so I don't of it. like that in real life, but I liked the lyrics. I liked the energy of the song because it's like,
1: well, you're you're getting your aggression out in a certain way, you know. That's so what it was all about for me. Was just like, you know, back in the day, they used to say, you know, if you if you learn to play music, by the time it took you to learn to play music properly, you were too old to play music, is what the punk used to That's... say. I forget who said it. It's somebody I'm yeah. sure on your podcast will google search who said that but like it was it was about passion it was about just getting up there and and not really knowing how to play but just like being so passionate about how you felt you know and and letting out that angst and you know the early punk days i mean i should say fuck i wasn't old enough for the early punk days but like when you know compared to you guys it was the early punk scene you know like the 2000s or whatever it was just like we were so rejected by everybody else that it was the you know LGBTQA community because they had nowhere else to go, mm-hmm. and neither did we. We were just like into skating, and that wasn't cool at the time, you know, or like you were into whatever. It was this amalgamation of like all these different people who didn't fit in anywhere, you know, and there was a lot of hate of like "fuck you guys," like you don't accept us and you think we're freaks because. Who we sleep with or how we dress or whatever like fuck you i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to the nth degree right you'd already don't like the way i dress well i'm gonna dress even more wild just to be like ah see how do you like it you know hence the band misfits yeah totally <laughs> you know literally like, where they get their name <laughs> yeah it was the misfits you know it was like just outcasts you know um, that's what we were and and then all of a sudden it became cool one day you know and everybody you know hot topic started like having all these like chain wallets and you saw all the cute girls like, you know, it's uh, no offense. (laughs) I'm going to plow ahead with this though. I'm going to (laughs) attack your gender for a second. I always feel it's like once cute girls figure out like the style in something, that's when it becomes commodified, right? Like black metal, there was nothing but dudes at those shows and nobody knew about it except for underground incels, Right. No offense.
0: No, nope, no. Nope, <laughs> Just like nope. attacking You can't both literally them, don't, don't have to say that on this podcast. You can say whatever you want. We will not be offended. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a bunch of girls were like, actually, I think I look cu- cute with like black eyeliner and like a little choker. And like- <laughs> Well, but
0: that also came with the death core. You got the, uh, what's the joke? Fucking death core. Why don't death core bitches get uh, tattoos on their eyes or legs or something like that because yeah. thigh art is murder something like that oh right on. okay yeah neither of you guys know who art is murder is but it's a funny joke if you do uh. like four of our fans just laughed so nice. <laughs> um anyways i think that that came more with the deathcore scene because like there was all these guys who looked like women Started to put on makeup start right. to wear all the black clothes and then they were like oh i'm gonna adapt that style and then at some point those genres kind of melded together because black metal still to this day holds a darker a darker image behind it. Yeah, totally. Like, they're still doing shit that probably is frowned upon. In the global. What's the
1: What's the Norwegian dark metal, black metal band that like killed somebody or oh, whatever? That's
0: very many of them. Ah, my guy. But uh, yeah, I can't. I can't exactly remember the guy's name. But they had a whole documentary about him. Yeah. And now he's on fucking. Now he's on YouTube just making commentary videos.
1: Oh, right on. But that yeah, he, sucks.
0: he 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 murdered two other black metal people. Like ba- like vocalists of black metal bands that he was feuding with
1: yeah so, yeah yeah yeah. that's who i was talking about that's that's insane it's taking it too hot far man well the like, one
0: guy he shot him the one band member shot himself with a shotgun in in the head and then the the vocalist went in the room like they were recording while it happened and then he went in the room it was the guitarist that shot himself and he fucking took a picture of him and that's their album cover to this day you can't find it actually i think it's censored on google now so right yeah black metal Dark dark scene, but I like the music, so I stay out of the scene though. Yeah, totally. Way more into metal. <laughs> we used to
1: go to this place called the Medusa in Minneapolis. It was an illegal venue. You're nodding your head. Have you been there before?
2: No, I've just heard of it oh. once.
1: We were like... Right now. We were, <laughs> at, <laughs> we were at the... Uh, uh, God, what the hell's the name of that bar? It's like right across from the Nomad. Anyways, um, we were at this bar. Bar was closing, and these guys, they seemed like fairly normal people and they were like hey you want to come to a show it's after hours and we were like fuck yeah and so they brought us down by the railroad tracks by we're like do you know where the crack stacks are in minneapolis no oh i thought me. you were gonna lie to me Did, and say yes do you know you a lot, lot about book. minneapolis Emily?
2: no i know nothing about okay
1: minneapolis. Yes. so there's these 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 apartment buildings that were built in the 60s they were super swanky high-rise things they eventually turned into like low-income housing everybody calls them the crack stacks it's not a very nice thing don't don't follow my anyways. So it's down by the railroad tracks. It's a warehouse that they have broken into, but the owner doesn't know that for like, has never checked on the place in like years. And they have this illegal venue set up in there called the Medusa where they employ Somali gangsters as their like security team. And I was never sure if like the Somali gangsters were the problem or the solution at that place. It was always depending on how much they drank. Um, And so we go in there, and this is underground, like, hardcore show there. And it was so fucking cool. It was filthy, disgusting in there. Like, I don't think – there might have been a bathroom. Um, But it was was wild to, like, see, like, a raw scene like that. Those people were there for that music, for that scene, you know. It was not like, how can we make this more appealing to people? Or how can we bring in more fans? This was just, like – We are completely outcast in society. No club would ever allow us to do the things we do. So we broke into a warehouse and we throw shows. Hell
0: yeah, man. I've
1: been to a lot of warehouses.
0: I mean, not, probably not, I don't know if the shows might have been legal, but not the things happening there. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: sounds like a good warehouse party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, never do that anymore. You know, I hate to, you know, be the old man on the porch here, but like I miss the old fucking illegal warehouse parties where you're like, cool, cool. We're having a good time. Oh shit. There's the sheriff party's getting shut down. Everybody get the fuck out. You know, <laughs> yeah, we used to yeah. go to this place called the sound gallery. A uh, homie of mine, um, Jacob Groon used to own it. It was on the 418 building downtown and he used to throw these just fucking awesome warehouse raves and like without fail, they would get busted by the sheriff. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Of course yeah. they would. Course. So awesome. Of course I miss they would. those days.
1: Hey, you keep talking about how old you are. How old are you, actually? All right. We're going to take guesses. How old do you think I am?
0: Well, how old do you think we are? You keep saying we're very young.
1: Uh, I don't know. You guys, if you're o- a day over 30, I'll, I'll, I'll put... We'll play Price is Right rules. I'll say, like, 30. Am I closest without going over? Without. I don't even know. I don't know how Price is Right works. Well, it's no, the closest. You, you went over. I went over, yeah. So you're in your 20s. Okay. Yeah. nice mm-hmm. yeah yeah. so let's say, say
2: oh. 25 oh yeah i guess you did win i'm older than 25
1: you're older than 25 but younger than 30 28 27 or 27 27 nice yeah. all right how old do you think i am
0: i 35
1: Ooh, nice i'll take that.
2: <laughs> that that was gonna be about my guess yeah
1: nice yeah. cool no i'm 40
0: Okay. Well, I mean you're still you still keep playing like you're like you're really old, but you're not that old. It's like
1: forty's a weird age, you know, like I You don't wear f- it well. Thank you.
0: Um I uh, no, he just wears younger clothes, so it just gives you a false. That's the trick. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) his tattoos and younger
1: clothes. Yeah, like and four dollars sunglasses. Yeah, and I I drank the blood of. (laughs) That's a joke from earlier. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You are talking about being bougie, and I was like, I am like poor bougie, (laughs) like I have sunglasses that look expensive, but they were like four dollars on Zenny, you know, Mm. and these are from gap women's or something like that i saw them and i was like i have to have them hell yeah man! <laughs> yeah i think this was from a women's store too actually like wearing all women's clothes today
2: Women's clothes just tend to accent the body better.
1: Dude, men's clothes just suck. Really? Like, especially here. Men's
0: clothes right now I look beautiful.
1: You do look yeah, beautiful.
0: But you Thank wear you. men's Thank clothes you. that are fitted <laughs> like Like, I make a self centered co- comment and then he <laughs> compliments me. What did
1: you say? I'm sorry.
2: You wear men's clothes that are fitted like women's clothes.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if, like, I have a choice between a t shirt, like a cut, women's t shirts are always better. Because men's t shirts, like, the sleeve comes down to, like, your elbow. I kind of
0: like that, though. Well, I I mean, but you like to show off your tats probably too. So, yeah, and I don't yeah. have any up here yet, so like it doesn't matter for me. But.
1: You just do better. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: some... it's, I'm. I'm trying. The
1: I'm next trying. time I'm on the podcast, I want full sleeve <laughs>
0: neck. <laughs> next time, next time you come in, i just from head to toe. I'm just covered <laughs> just, in ink.
1: But only like Takashi Six Nines tattoos, yeah. like complete <laughs> oh <my> reproduction <laughs> of like.
0: Can I do dreads or is that against the rules? Uh. I mean, it's just... its about, No, wait. White people do dreads. Come on. Of course. I mean, of course they do. Yeah. Of course they do. I wanted um, to make sure I wasn't culturally appropriate in anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, cultural appropriation would be if you had dreads and you claimed that white people were the inventors of dreads. That would be cultural appropriation just I'll having never dreads but just way, having so. dreads like
0: that clears a lot of things up for me <laughs> that really clears a lot of things i, mean, I, 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 I think wanted to tell
1: people yeah. that for a while like that is the distinction just because like i wear ugandan beads does not mean that i'm like hey white people invented these beads i'm I, like no these are ugandan beads i like, got a feeling
0: a lot of people aren't following you on that stance i think are they, they? you know what let's not get into that send your hate for. mail
1: to sunny at gmail.com or you are the host at Or you are the host pod
0: at gmail.com and you can uh, submit to me on an episode and tell me why you're hurt.
1: Yeah, tell me me who hurts you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about
1: the band you're in? Oh, yeah, Family. Um, Formerly Gypsy Freak Circus, but we had to change the name because I was tired of explaining people that gypsy can be used as a derogatory term, but we were not using it in that way. We were using it to mean musical nomads. I was tired of explaining that to people. We decided to change the name. Yeah, I mean, that is,
0: gypsy, if you think gypsy carries negative connotation, that's kind of on you, isn't it? Yes. Because people are gypsies, right? Self-proclaimed gypsies?
1: I mean, it, it means two things. There is a, a group of people who, Europeans use a derogatory term and call them gypsies. Mm-hmm. They're actually Romani people. Um, however, gypsy has also colloquial, colloquially meant to be a nomad well, you that's kind of how i took it but right yeah. uh, but some people didn't and i was tired of explaining it and i was like look let's not focus on that let's focus on the music so we changed our name to family f4 mil 7 um the 47 stands for all the things in life that are important uh, my dad recently passed away uh he died of uh, alcoholism 45 years drinking got the best of him And on his deathbed, you know, like I literally was there with him on his deathbed and he was just like all, he told me all the things that were important in life, you know? And I was like, oh shit. So the 47 stands for like all the important things in life, you know? It's not money. My dad was like, fuck dude, I wish I had a Corvette. Never said that on his deathbed. You know, he's like, I wish I spent more time with you. I wish I would have forgiven my best friend for the fight we were in. He was like, it's bullshit, you know? And it was just like, looking into someone who knew he was hours away from his last moments on earth was like so profound to me and i was like oh shit dude like there's no way out of this life there's no way to do this life so right that you win at the end right we all die alone you can have all you can have a hundred children you're still gonna face that last couple moments alone you know and like you gotta really look back and did you live life for the right reasons you know I don't know. Anyways, that's what the 47 stands for. Um, it's my wife and I, um, my lovely wife of eight years. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> had, to, have, had
0: to check the tat first. <laughs> no, well, it was <laughs> funny.
1: I don't wear rings. I just I have weird knuckles. And I was like, I can't wear a ring. She's like, how will people know you're married? And I was like, I get it. Like, you want to mark your territory. But if you want to say forever, prove it that it's forever. Like, tattoo that shit on your arm. She was like okay and so we both have matching tattoos that say forever together forever happy in the infinite loop right um I mean, and- i'm not saying that you guys are not right for each
0: other because i don't know who you are <laughs> but uh that seems like a bad idea <laughs> just saying
1: no for sure right well we can always cover it up later or just say that you know oh. those were the years yeah. that i uh i was you know wisconsin cheese champion you know you just come up with a different story every time i'm forever that was forever you can't take that away from me it's there um yeah it's her and i uh we make music together it all started uh with gypsy freak circus she's always been the lead singer um i kept going to jojo from wookie Foot and i was like dude let me let me play Sanger la come on man and he was like we don't do djs i was like i'm not a dj i'm a producer he's like Whatever, we don't do your kind of music. And I was like, okay. So then I set up this like renegade stage in the park and uh, served grilled cheese sandwiches to people while I played. Like back then, I was really into electro swing, and so oh, I did an electro love swing. Electro swing. So, yes, huge fan. And I did an electro swing. I set. used
2: to be as well.
1: Yeah, I still love it. Perov <laughs> Stellar is the king, but I heard him do it, and I was like, fuck, I'll never be as good as him. So onto the next thing you know <laughs> so did this electro swing set jojo was in the back and he was like kind of gave me the nod or whatever and i was like all right so the next year i was like come on jojo let me let me play shangri-la dude like come on like and it's their festival by the way i don't know if i mentioned that wookie foot throws that yeah festival. you did okay <laughs> and he's like man he's like the family you know they don't they don't really like you know edm and i was like bullshit i was like i'm in the parking lot i hear them bumping dubstep like they're into it dude like let me do it and he's like i don't know and at the last minute, in between Sovereign Sect and that one guy, he was like, All right, we're gonna let you play, but you can't be on the stage, you gotta be in the dirt. I'm <laughs> gonna set up these two speakers and you've got like an hour before the set. So I like ran around the park. I was like, Quick, come fucking see me, blah, 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 blah. Tried to tell all my friends. All my people showed up. Thank you guys so much. And like bumped my set. I think I was doing like I was really into like um like new new funk at the time. Remember when like new like slinky or however you say his name is was like big anyways i was maybe not yeah it's like electro funk or whatever and so like doing this funk set and everybody's jamming and there was like mark and jojo in the back and they were like all right all right so the next year i was like jojo let me play shangri-la and he was like all right he's like but you're just gonna dj i was like no i have a band i was like it's like this hybrid like between edm but live musicians playing it with like all these fire spinners and aerialists and and he was like you have that fan and i was like absolutely he's like well shang's a month and a half away he's like can you guys you know play that an hour and a half set and i was like of course he's like all right you can headline saturday night your band can come and headline and i was like dope dude and um Hung up the phone and I immediately called my wife and I was like, "We need to put a band together and write an hour and a half <laughs> oh, of original no. music and put together." The, and she was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I totally sold this show." And Sounds like, like
0: me preparing her for this podcast. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> kind of like, did it and like threw her into, it and she was like, uh, "Okay." And so for a month and a half, I sat in my studio and I wrote an hour and a half's worth of music. Shit. Got other musicians involved. Got my buddy CJ to be the drummer at the time. It was Carrie Joy, the violin player and my wife and we wrote an hours and a half, hour and a half worth of music and got all these like costume characters and like aerialists and fire spinners on stage and put this fucking show together. And then everyone was like, dude, you guys rock. Like, where's your next show? Like, you know, where can we get your album? And I was like, album coming soon. We had nothing recorded. And so we went in the studio and recorded our first record, uh, Dervish, and put it out. And that was like the genesis of the band. <laughs>
0: Nice, man. Uh, I don't want to discount your band at all because it sounds like you're a very different thing. But when you said, like, we're like electronic but a live band, is that, what you said? Is that how you worded it? Uh-huh. Um, have you ever listened to Plutonium Boy before? No. Okay, well, I don't know if they're still around or not, but they were. When I got into electronic before I even was into dubstep, mm-hmm. I don't know, it must have been like 2000 or something i found their music on youtube and it's basically a five piece electronic band and they're they're just electronic but they have the only piece of their band that's not electronic is their vocalist and he does a mix between like singing yelling and screaming kind of like from the metal scene and every member of the band adds an electronic piece while they're playing live oh cool so it's kind of weird like it's like they have a drummer but he's playing on an electronic fucking keypad like a midi so so strange anyways it kind of reminded me of that because like yeah kind of a live performance setting. i'm starting to see
1: more of this come up of just like you know i mean we've done the dubstep thing i mean excision is like fuck dude i mean how much more dubstep can you get like it's just it seems like the sensory overload like as cool as it possibly can be so like what's next and like i kept seeing this divide this chasm between like traditional musicians if you will and like all the producer world and i'm like why don't we like come together you know and so that that's what our idea is is like let's make edm you know future bass dubstep drum and bass but then let's bring live elements on stage and then i you know since i know all these cool people who do like fire spinning and aerial performances i was like why don't we throw them on stage too you know that was kind of my idea like literally in a moment it's like performance arts mixed with music.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, music is technically performance arts. So you're kind of combining That's... so many elements in that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm just trying to like. I just want to show, you know, like I, I like I love, I love going to see a DJ, but it's always just like, and we've gotten to this place, and and like no offense to all of you guys, like I love your music and I love your art and stuff, but it's just like I scroll through Instagram. And it's, like, excision, and you see the cameraman from behind, and it, like, zooms in, zooms out, like, to the thing. He, like, shows, throws his hands up. He jumps up on the decks, jumps up and down, like, and then you scroll down, and then there's, like, you know, Trampa doing the same thing. You scroll down again. There's, like, you know, just everybody's doing that, and, like, we all follow these trends, and I'm just, like, somebody's got to break the mold here, dude. Somebody's got to do something different, man.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? DJs,
0: I felt like, then again, I'm coming from a... My main genre that I listen to is metal, so it's a little different for me because like when you watch a metal band live, they're literally just playing their music, and that's interesting enough because you know how hard it is to right. do – and I'm not saying that being a DJ is not hard. I'm just saying like a lot of DJs, it's just one guy up there and can sometimes be boring, no offense to them, but they're just doing their thing and not really moving a lot, and they're kind of trying to focus on what they're doing. But um, I feel like Dead Mouse fucking changed that, and now everybody copied Dead Mouse, and now we're done with that phase. Because like he came out with the fucking mouse head, right? And everybody's like, "Oh, this is interesting." And then you got Marshmallow. It's different. Then, yeah, yeah.
1: And like we actually like, there's no DJing on our sets. Like it's all like through Ableton. I have an a- APC40 MK2 and a Push2, and like creating all the electronic elements there. A lot of it is already set up in advance. You know, it's not like I'm creating the sound right there, but like. It's being performed live, you know, and like, you know, that to me is like, okay, you're right. You go see a metal band to perform because of like the the absolute, like you're watching masters at their craft. You go to like a DJ show because it's just like the sonic, like, you know, experience is so intense. Like, why can't we combine those two things? Yeah, I agree. Go up and see, like my guitarist slash violin player, Ash St. John is a fucking phenom. Like, not only does he play guitar and violin like a madman on stage, he also plays piano, not on stage with us yet. I would like to get him a piano, but there's already enough fucking equipment on stage <laughs> as it is. And when you bring fire into that equation, it's just... Anyways, at, at Shangri-La this year uh, when we played, I think we had, like, 30-some inputs.
0: Jeez. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Oh.
1: It's a lot of shit, <laughs> you know? And like, But I just, I love this idea of just, like, I, cause I do, I appreciate like the master of a, you know, someone mastering their craft. Like I play guitar, bass, drums, keys, saxophone, a couple other instruments. Like, you know, I've dedicated my life to doing this. And like, I love when people show up to watch me of like how many thousands of hours I've practiced this. And you can see me do it. Mm-hmm. But I also like, you know, I sit in my studio and I craft like, you know, all my bass sounds from like, you know, nothing. And I don't know. I, I just think we should be able to combine the two. So, like, I, I just think you know, I'm, i I want to make hybrid music is what I'm calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like that idea. Yeah, you well. know, and one of our songs is called Opus, and it's kind of like uh, it's uh, it's an opus, and it goes through all the different styles, like everything from synthwave to metal. There's a metal section in it because I love metal too. You know, like uh, Dying Fetus. Oh, that's like old old metal. Thanks. I mean, you are you are
0: old. No, I'm just. Kidding. I like them too. I like them yeah. too. <laughs> you
1: know? No, you know, I mean, stuff like like I love. You know, I I remember when Megadeth came out with Cryptic Writings. I was in high school, and like that shit was wild. Always been a big fan of Metallica. Newer stuff is. Eh. I've never been a fan of Metallica, so like never, not even like not, Kill 'Em All. Not
0: any of their songs. Like I understand that they're good musicians. Yeah, I don't like their sound at all.
1: Interesting. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, teach their own. Yeah, yeah. What kind of music are you into? Oh,
0: he's done talking to me now. I just insulted Metallica, so I don't, I don't <laughs>
1: listen to music. You don't listen to music no, at I all. Don't listen to music. Oh, right Emily, on. is she being serious? Yeah, she doesn't well, listen to music at all.
0: Right on. Nope.
2: It was in podcast. If, if
1: nice. she hears mm-hmm.
0: music, then it's just over. You know, she'll mm-hmm. die. Actually,
1: I'm all, I'm also like a massive podcast person. Like, not true by the way. Stuff you should music. know. Fucking. Um, serial i listened to serial that was a really good one um there's a new one they keep talking have you heard of Disgraceland? land it's like rock and roll true crime so it's all about like ozzy Osbourne and all the crazy fucking shit he did and how is he not in jail you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. um
0: have you heard of this one podcast this newer one it's called you're the
1: host (laughs) i have not that's a bad joke (laughs) (laughs) you can edit it out somebody got it yeah um I think the podcast space is so awesome. You know, like, uh, I listen to a lot of informative podcasts, you know, like Science Versus and, um,
0: you know. sounds like you're listening to shit that's expanding your mind, and I'm over here listening to all the podcasts where it's just, like, brain-dead jokes and people (laughs) fucking around.
1: I like the – I mean, Stuff You Should Know is is a combination of both of those. It's, like – two people who i swear smoke weed but like they claim they don't and it's like they pick a topic and it's like why is dc not a state and then they'll go research it and then they'll sort of like talk to you about it it's it's awesome and it's very off the cuff and I've heard the name a lot but i haven't actually listened to it so i've so. listened
2: to a few of their episodes
1: yeah, yeah yeah do you like stuff you should know or
2: um i i got away from it because they're really short <laughs> yeah, they i don't are. like i don't like short episodes i want like at least a half hour of content.
1: Oh, they're new ones. Like the old ones were like 15 minutes. Their right. new ones are hour, half hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay,
2: so I removed it from my shows, but yeah. I might have to go back into that one.
0: As ad- an avid listener at work, I agree with her that they need to be long because I, I want something to feel my time at work to make it feel like I'm not working.
1: I actually don't even listen to music in the car, which is so many people are like, oh, you're a musician. Oh, I I'm like, that's what I do all day. When I'm in the car, I listen to nothing but podcasts. Oh
0: yeah. 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 See, I listen to music in the car and a lot of podcasts at work. Well, I mix music and podcasts at work, but yeah,
1: I wish you could like have an app that like combines your music playlist with your podcast playlist. Well, That'd they be had kinda that, cool. but nobody
0: oh. used it because everybody's obsessed with Spotify and Apple. So then that got killed and now it's just YouTube music used to be Google Play and you could Google Play Music. You could combine your podcast and music and set up your own playlist to shuffle it. I think that'd be cool. Well, it was cool, but everybody heard Google. You can do that on Pandora too. Oh, can you? Come on, Pandora. What are we peasants? No. So
1: you listen on Pandora as your, your no. platform?
2: No, I listen on YouTube music now because my partner told me that I don't need to use Pandora anymore. So I switched <laughs> over to a different
1: app. I feel like everybody's moving to Spotify or Amazon music. Like, I don't know, not to be like, I don't hate change, but I hate change. Like I listen on Apple music and I'm just like, I don't want to, I just, I want to be able to like, hey Siri, play podcast or whatever. Don't you dare um <laughs> um, <laughs> um you know like i don't want to switch over to, to to another platform you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. is that like well also i think
0: spotify is so fucking clunky i can't believe that that one's becoming popular
1: yeah I, oh my god i seriously was sorry keeping spotify that to that's myself. where most of our listens are <laughs> i was keeping it to myself for a long time because everyone's like spotify and i'm like dude this user experience sucks mm-hmm. okay yeah. good i'm glad i'm not alone nice we should do a podcast know. together <laughs> yeah that'd be interesting <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> hey um, what uh, topics did you bring for us to speak what about? topics did I bring
1: yeah. um, I admittedly uh, like threw out the topics that I was going to do on the way over here and well, how like,
0: about we hear about what those are real quick before you oh before I throw them out yeah
1: just, the, just like the thumbnail, quick bait thumbnail. What were they? You
2: don't have to. I you just, can, you can tell him to fuck off and say what you're. were That gonna was going to be one of my topics. Of yeah. just topics was figuring, fuck off.
1: Yeah, figuring out different ways to tell them to fuck off. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, you're I don't know. Fan? I, I was like debating, like, do I sit there and talk about like my feelings about the world right now? Nah. Just, you know, I was like, dude, <laughs> I feel like here i'll give you my synopsis here we'll we'll do my topic and then we're just going to move on for two seconds like my synopsis is like you will never change anybody else's mind stop trying to stop screaming at people on both sides right like i'm not saying who's right or who's wrong i'm telling you you are never going to convince someone to change their beliefs their beliefs right by yelling at them or like you know you can live a certain way right and if people are like man i really like how you live how do you do that that's an invitation for you to change someone's mind mm-hmm. but you pointing out to someone you pointing you know pointing a finger saying you're this you're that you know that doesn't do any good and the other thing is just like stop making fun of people like online like if somebody does something shitty you're not going to make the world a better place by making fun of them i know it feels good and it feels you know like it feels like a release
2: it's like a little bite-sized satisfaction for the typer
1: yeah but i mean in the end you just hurt someone's feelings and Mm -hmm. the reason they're being a shitty person is because they're hurt like if you scratch the surface far enough with everybody and their shitty behavior like talk about me right why was i a violent person why did i steal why did i do all the horrible things that i did i was very hurt like i love my dad my dad's an awesome person like i think about him every day but he was an alcoholic man he drank away all of our money. Like, I grew up really fucking poor. And I was really angry about that. So all the people that I hurt, it was like, dude, I was just a really hurt person. And I was trying to, like, project that onto somebody else. I th- hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah, dude. I like that. That sounds like a good name for a podcast. Hurt people. Hurt people.
2: <laughs> oh <my laughs> right. And you can be the ringleader.
0: Oh, my gosh. And words. just hurt people. on one today with the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think that's a good topic, but I think it's. It's, yeah, it's, it's, that's
1: kind of like what it is that's all yeah. i have to say is just like mm-hmm. yo, know, like i i feel you i want change as much as everybody else but you can only be the change you cannot change other people
0: especially not by yelling and shit by showing them a different because uh, i'm not even gonna get into it but you can you can change people's minds just by yeah being a better person around them and showing them how to kind of setting an example almost in a way
2: so that's, the yelling doesn't help is what you're saying? Well, do you want to? You, you're agreeing?
0: I think he's gonna leave, and we're gonna have an argument. Now. Okay. <laughs> I, gonna... I was just, I was
2: just curious if you agreed with this statement. I that, do agree with this that statement. That the That's why you got to stop
0: yelling at me all the time.
2: Okay. <laughs> <You> yeah. <laughs> let let
1: me that. be clear. Like I, I suffer from it too. Like I, I, I am not here to be like holier than thou. Like I've totally made fun of whoever doesn't agree with me online. Oh, me too. I've been <laughs> like, you fucking blah 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 blah, and like, you know. I don't usually <laughs> yell. I like don't usually yell bag. though
0: when I'm disagreeing with somebody, like especially online, because I have time to think about what I'm gonna type. Well, right. I, I do usually do online? like the most like
1: sarcastic like
0: but it's very well crafted. So it's like backhanded, like kind of draw them in and make them turn on <laughs> themselves. And I'm pretty sure I've caused a couple people to go into a dark spiral.
1: Yeah. See I mean you're just <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean that was the goal of it, wasn't it? It is. Yeah, how are you doing? It is. I'm very depressed and severely oh. anxious. See, I worked.
0: Uh welcome to the club that's how i started dating her is this, her is
2: this just getting older is this part of it
1: i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't have any answers for you um yeah anxiety is something i suffer from like as gregarious as a personality as i am i'm like constantly freaked out on the inside like just oh my god like I, a lot I, of performers i f- feel I like, like one of the best ways is to talk about it is just to like like so there's this thing that my friend does called fuck fear and what fuck fear is is there's this cabin in wisconsin it's right n- next to this huge like uh, preserve this uh nature preserve is like 200 and some fucking eight right it's in the you middle watch. of nowhere yeah. and you take a bunch of mushrooms and you go out in the woods at night with no light and you're movie. eventually going to be scared, right? Something mm-hmm. you're going to be like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is that?" You have to say, "Fuck fear," and you go straight towards it because you will find out that it's nothing. It's a lamp, it's a light, it's a branch, it's nothing. It's literally nothing. And so like the fears that inside of me that my anxiety is of like, "Oh my god, you guys think I'm a dork and blah 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 blah," like I'm just going to go straight for it, you know? Like why not? What do I have to lose? And like the more I do it, the more I realize there's nothing to be afraid of. There's literally nothing to be afraid of in this world. Have
0: you watched the movie Shrooms? No. Oh, it's that exact premise. Only they all get murdered. Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, this is why I don't bring topics. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no I agree
0: with your sentiment, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, fuck fear is just like is is this way that I like challenge my depression, I challenge my addiction, I challenge my weight. You know, was like, like when i went to quit drinking my brain was like who the fuck's gonna hang out with you what are you gonna do you're gonna lose all your friends like how are you not gonna drink like just sat there and like i was like fuck you fuck fear i'm gonna quit drinking like i call your bluff dude my life didn't end my life got infinitely better and i'm not like advocating for not drinking or anything i'm advocating for like not letting fear rule your life you
2: looked at my cup this is actually apple juice i know okay
1: I keep thinking it's whiskey, though.
2: Right, it is not. I it did is that the a- other day. Absolutely, apple juice. I
0: know. I poured myself some thirsty. apple juice in a whiskey cup, and I, I was gonna just send you. I like, was gonna send you. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> <trip> there. <laughs> well, you were at work, and I was gonna send you a picture. Like, get fucked up. Just, <laughs> just, just apple juice. Like, you like I know
2: that we don't have whiskey here, so I'm like, where are you? <laughs> <You're there. laughs>
0: Um,
1: (laughs) that's funny like you are unbelievably perceptive person like that is insane that was like the most micro like look down and that's exactly what i was thinking i was like my brain was like and it still claws at me every day of like Mm -hmm. "Mm, whiskey that was my thing I used to drink like a bottle of fucking jameson and then i remember one of the ways i realized i was an alcoholic is i drank a bottle of jameson and i was like are they fucking watering this shit down i'm not drunk and I went to the liquor store and got more booze. And I was just like, yo, dude, they don't water the shit down. Like, that's the stupidest thing. Like, I think of my lizard brain, right? Like, there's this perpetual child that lives in your head. Um, when I started running, he was the worst. He was like, your knees hurt. Your back hurts. You're going to have a heart attack. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up.
0: Meanwhile, when- I was a doctor telling you about your health what's that meanwhile it was a doctor telling you about your health no because i went to a doctor <laughs> no, and i yeah. was like
1: do i have high blood pressure do i have a heart problem do I? and he was like no everything's good and i was like see motherfucker, shut the fuck up <laughs> and like that like little lizard brain you know he's he, all he is is about like pleasure like if it was up to him we would fuck and smoke and drink and sleep that's the only thing and eat those are the things that he would want to do hell yeah like and i'm just like yo you're a toddler you know, if you've ever been around a toddler and like, I want to go to McDonald's and you're like, we can't. And they're like, why? Because. But I want to. Like, that's oh, that lizard brain in the back me, of your like fucking head. That's me like yesterday. That's my new addiction. I'm trying to give up this fast food. <laughs> fast food. It's a struggle, man. That shit's fucking. Uh, lizard brain. I'm just like driving around. He's like, dude, we're hungry. I'm like, no, we're not. I know we have calories. And it's like.
0: You just see the. You just see a sign for a place and you're like, I'm hungry now. <laughs> I have
1: money. I can get like. Yeah you know for the first time in my life i have like you know i've been broke as fuck my whole life and i'm not like rich by any means i can like pay my bills that's like you you start off so poor you get to a place where you're like i'm fucking rich and be like really well i mean like i pay all my bills and there's not creditors calling me that's rich to me (laughs) (laughs) or like the fact that i can go to like taco bell and like not have to worry like well how much money is in my account can i afford a cheesy chalupa it's funny that he mentions taco bell that is the worst of all of them. future future sponsor of Wor- this podcast. Worst
2: uh, fast food, you saying? <laughs>
1: I think so. Like, what's worse than Taco Bell? What do you mean? You mean worse is in food quality? Uh, yeah. Oh no, you... it's amazing. It's the best. No, come on.
0: Oh, that's blasphemy. Am I? Am I on my? Own I think here? we got to you... end this podcast.
1: You might be
2: starting
0: a fight. Shit. I think we got to... This podcast is okay. Taco all right.
1: Bell. No, no, no. I'm. I'm. This is a democratic society. What's your worst? What's the the worst quality? Worst quality fast
0: food in yeah. general, or like a certain type of food?
1: No, worst quality fast food chain. Uh,
0: fucking White Castle. All right, we gotta end this podcast. then <laughs> okay, no, that's I something. swear to God, you that's did unfair. research so many, on me. You're like, so okay, people, what is his favorite? So many people love fa- uh, White Castle. <laughs> I love here. White Castle. I choose. I choose a different one then because I mean I know so many people love that. Um, I, I don't know. Well, I don't like, compromise. Don't compromise. I like compromise. so many fast like so food. No, places.
2: let him compromise. We're working on that. <laughs> To, I mean, how did this turn into I therapy? Think, I think Taco <sighs> John's is pretty. I so think there. Taco
0: John's is pretty bad, dude. Potato Ole's. Oh, ho- hold but on. You can, hold on. Stop. you can get them at Burger King for the same price or for cheaper, for cheaper. For cheaper, yeah. It's the same brand, like the little fucking exactly crown? Exactly the same brand. I mean, they they season them differently. That's the so only thing. So they're
2: difference.
1: different. No, not really.
2: <laughs> kind of tastes the same.
1: Okay, what's what's your like worst fast food?
2: Like the one that I like the least? Yes. You're not going
0: to say Taco Bell just to be... This (laughs) relationship literally started with Taco Bell. You can't really say that. Yeah,
1: you can't use Taco Bell. I
0: know you like Taco Bell, so you can't really lie about it.
2: (laughs) I would say that I tolerate Taco Bell.
1: What do you mean? You were getting... I'm with you on that. That's fair. I tolerate (laughs) Taco Bell.
0: The day that I said, hey, we should get food together as like a date, and you were like, oh, I was going to go get Taco Bell anyways. That's what you said to me.
2: that That is true. This is a true story. I said that because it was Tuesday and at the time that we met i was very poor and that's what i could Dude, afford that was taco the bell one Tuesday thing that was the delicious. one thing that i could afford at the time i took myself out to eat once a week
1: taco and taco rich.
2: bell was the only thing i could afford
1: cuz you can get a ridiculous amount of food for not a lot of but money but it also exactly. tastes good that's the that's the thing uh, it get. does
2: not taste good i get an upset stomach yeah. gut rot every time i yeah. eat it And I have to spend like 20 minutes in the bathroom, which, you know, that's way longer than I normally spend in the bathroom. No, I don't know that. Monitoring your bathroom (laughs) time.
1: How long do you spend in the bathroom, Taylor? Like on Uh,
0: average? On average? I I mean, I couldn't do the math right now, but I pee more than I poop, so probably not that
1: long. I would say I'm probably like 50-50. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You know? Well, also, I don't... I don't know. Maybe I do pee more than I poop. (laughs) I, guess, I think this is, think this is the other do. topic that I brought, by the yeah, way. Perfect. So. <laughs> I love it. I
0: love it. So you never answered what's your bottom fast food. Yeah. Was. What's
1: your bottom fast food?
2: I think that all fast food is not good for you. But what's so your I mean, th-
0: yeah.
1: We all agree that. They're all bad yeah, for you. We're talking about flavor. We're talking about we flavor. Talking like, about flavor.
2: Like,
0: Health aside, f- flavor.
1: Does Leanne Chin count? I don't know if that's technically fast food.
2: I don't think that's fast food.
1: Because it doesn't have a drive-thru? Yeah, I, I guess, mean, it's fast. You know, I would yeah. say I get my food faster at Leanne fucking Chins than I do at McDonald's. So True. They're like, True. what do you Don't want, care. rice or noodles? <laughs> yeah. What flavored orange chicken would you like on top of it?
0: My bottom, my, I've changed my answer. My bottom fast food, which I still eat, is Burger King. Yeah, that's yeah. like so gross. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. that your
2: Burger, bottom? Burger King's pretty
1: bad. Burger King's so bad, dude. I don't like the smell emanating from the place. Like when you pull in the parking lot, there's that like wafting of the grill or whatever. Uh-huh, I don't yeah. find that
0: appealing. Hey, are you do you, do you like uh, do you like canes then, or is that a lie too?
2: <laughs> I I don't understand the question. Can you rephrase it? <laughs>
0: Cane's, do you actually like Cane's chicken? Yes, I do. Okay, because you told me at one point you liked it, but you also told me you liked Taco Bell one time, so.
2: Well, right, because my goal is to please you. Yeah. Oh, well, that's. So anything I can do. You should to change to your goals. To make She's you happy and you. feed your ego. That's all I'm here to do. You,
1: suffer-
0: you guys are going to see a public breakup.
1: Let's <laughs> <This is> go <going laughs> <in> the episode. <laughs> the ever-suffering <laughs> female. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I guess.
2: Well, it's, I mean, it's not really his fault, and it's not my fault either. I've just been conditioned to think this oh, way. Oh, we're,
1: we're like, as men, like, we are so coddled, it's not even funny. Like, well, it's, but I, I will her. totally fall on that sword, dude. My wife is always just like, "How can I make you happy?" It's true. Like, it's Ugh. true. But ask, and her, I try not to. Right? But it's like it's right. You I'm,
2: try not to take advantage of I it. I try not. Oh, hold on, hold on. But I if have it's a being stance. offered, how can you? How can you? Exactly. I have a different you know? stance. Like that doesn't make it okay.
1: I
0: legitimately return the favor and try to make sure you're happy. Do I not?
2: Yes, but it's about the attitude you carry when you do it. What do
0: you mean the attitude I carry? Well, you oh. can do something. Right, you said you needed comfort food the other day, and I brought you herbs and gerbs. That's not a good attitude. Ooh, herbs <laughs> and gerbs. <laughs> like herbs and gerbs are pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, Definitely better than Jimmy John's. I agree with that. I
2: don't think I've ever had Jimmy John's. What?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, we're talking about comfort I'm, food. So comfort I'm not soup. lying
2: to you. I was very, very poor. I can I Up couldn't high. afford to eat out anywhere. But, no. We're talking about I I didn't go soup, to Olive Garden right? until I went into a foster home when I was 14. And Olive Garden's
0: terrible, so...
2: I, right, but I thought, I, say that I, Olive thought that was al- I thought that Olive Garden was fancy. Same, a lot of people. I, like, I did. I
1: have to like admit, as a kid, I was like, "Dude, there's fucking cloth napkins." You, right, right. Like, <laughs> even
0: well-off people, even people who aren't poor who go to Olive Garden still think. Here's the thing, though. Fancy and tasty. Then I I worked there,
1: Mm -hmm. and I realized that like all their food is made in a bag. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. fucking the soup, it just comes in a bag that they put in a boiling pot of water, and
0: like really, what that narrows down to is a lot of Americans just don't know what like traditional Italian food really is. That's what it really comes down to. Uh, Yeah, you know, you can make a really good Italian meal that's way better than all of garbage at home.
1: Let me be as as American as possible here. Like I've had real authentic italian food or italian food not a fan
0: no i like it a little americanized
1: yeah a little bit a little bit
0: we add a little more salt and stuff to yeah. things and it just msg tastes... yeah totally. msg you eat that shit straight it's so good
1: yeah just mainline it yeah it's you tasty know? you
0: could just just watch my ADD <laughs> go through the roof <laughs>
1: excuse me uh.
2: but yeah we're doing nice things for someone whether it's your partner or, or friends or anything it's about the attitude you carry when you do it
1: for sure for sure mm-hmm. I, I think i i think i try to and then it's just there seems to be a relentlessness like women have been just trained to just like kind of defer to us it i i heard something that i can't fucking unhear now women say sorry all the fucking time for no reason sorry about that yeah you're welcome <laughs>
0: i'm fucking silent sorry about that sorry. no and it's just like i can't
1: unhear it now women will constantly say i'm sorry i read this book called women don't women don't ask and it was talk. it was this researcher who was figuring out like why is there the pay gap you know is it some like patriarchal like group of men in hoods that meet like once a month in some fucking cavern they're like oh we're gonna pay women 70 cents on the dollar
0: like i have a really uh, controversial Response. Oh boy! Not even going to talk about it. It's not gonna even going to talk it. about right. it. Everyone in this room will disagree with me, anyway. So,
1: I mean, it's yeah, a podcast. Well, he there, there's
0: legitimately, there's legitimately not a pay gap. So, okay, it, there is. If you look at it, if you go, this man makes this much money, sure. and on average, this woman makes this amount of money compared to him. That's true, but they're not taking into account that that scale is based on averages of all jobs and. Most men choose a job that pays higher. Women don't. Women go into professions that are less likely to pay more, but more likely to take care of people. So it is, like, good. Like, I like that. Sure. But it's just because of the way that people choose jobs.
1: I've seen different statistics that, that adjust for that, like... Two doctors, a woman doctor and a man doc, you know, male doctor across like the United States. They compared it, and it's seventy cents on a dollar. Okay. And what okay. she okay. talks well, about in the if book. If that's true, then I don't know. I don't, what she talks about, about that, in the but. book, and I think is is to like the larger point that I'm I'm sort of getting at here is like she found that like men will apply for a job if they meet sixty percent of the requirements,
2: and a woman won't apply even if she is exceeding oh, the qualifications. Okay. I haven't and, heard it
1: put that. And, but, and yeah, won't okay. won't ask men will say, You need to pay me more. I need to make more before I do more work. Mm-hmm. Women and we're seeing some broad ass gotcha. fucking strokes. Gotcha. Like, I see what women yeah. believe that I will get rewarded for my work once I do better work. Mm-hmm. There's the disparity Okay.
2: Right. The work needs okay. to come first. I always tell people and that then too.
0: the reward. When they're like applying for a job, they're like asking me tips. Like not not women, just people in general. They're like, well, what should I do when I go in for this interview? Blah blah blah, and I'd be like, remember that you don't owe that company anything. They're looking for an employee, so you tell them what you're fucking worth. You tell them what they need to pay you to make your time worth it. Clap. That's what clap, I always. Clap. That's what I always say to people.
1: This perfectly dovetails into the second thing I was gonna bring up, is about like the Great Resignation and like the one thing. If I have my fifteen minutes of fame here to be on this podcast to speak to people, you know, like anybody who's listening, like, dude it's it's over like we need to stop working for less right we mm-hmm. we are the ones and not to sound like fucking karl marx here or anything but like without us there is no fucking like management has no purpose right Like, we need to make a living wage. We can hold them to that, right? This doesn't need to be some big communist revolution or anything. And I tell you what, every single economist since the beginning of time worth their salt has said, like, once you pay people a living wage, we just go out. Look what happened when the government gave us stimulus checks, right? We all went out and bought fucking TVs and video games. We immediately gave it back to the economic machine. Mm -hmm. So this idea that if you pay... You know, people more than prices are going to go up. Well, I mean, inflation already fucking happens. So your point is moot, right? The
0: issue with them giving us the money and us spending is that they were actually they were legitimately adding more money into the economic flow. In sure. the other situation, we're getting paid money that's already in the economic circle, so it would inflation wouldn't happen because the money's already
1: there, right? Yeah, you know, and it, it's it's a redistribution of wealth, you know, mm-hmm. and like and I, and I think we have a great opportunity right now. Everyone, you know, is is like. We don't have to be violent about it we don't have to be rude about it but we have to stand firm of like if you want me to do this job you have to a treat me better because i don't know how many podcasts you've listened to about this but i've listened to a bunch where they interview these people and they're like well what if we gave you more money and it's and they keep saying it's about respect like they interviewed this one dude at mcdonald's during the pandemic he kept serving first responders like me or uh my wife who's a nurse you know and we got discounted meals because, you know, we were on the front lines of the pandemic. And this dude at McDonald's is like, what fucking front line am I on? Like, I'm out here working too. I don't get a pay raise. Like, I don't even get an acknowledgement from McDonald's corporate that I'm out here risking my life to feed someone for fucking dick an hour. You know, like, that's not okay. And it's, it's, yes, it's about money, but it's also about treating people with respect and dignity. I worked for Apple for a while and an amazing fucking company. I was empowered all the time. They came to us and said, "Hey, our customers are saying they don't like waiting. That's one of the things that they keep telling us: is the wait times are too long. Can you guys work faster?" So they put in this thing that we had to only spend like 15 minutes for a phone and half an hour for a computer or whatever. I was busting my fucking hump, and I went to my manager and I was like, "I am not enjoying my job." I'm sorry, am I yelling into your ears?
2: No, it's just my. Oh yeah,
1: your your thing. Um, I was like, "I'm not enjoying my job," and he was like, "Okay." And not like fucking slave harder. He was like, cool, let me go talk to corporate. Went talk to corporate. Throughout the company, made a change. And they were like, okay, we're not holding you to this standard anymore. Like, that's not okay. We, as management, are going to sit and scratch our brains and figure out how can we solve this problem, right? <laughs> I had worked for so many companies that it wasn't like that. They would just keep screaming at you and whipping you. And like, okay, well, I'm going to do the bare minimum without getting fired then. But when Apple empowered me, they paid me more than I thought I was... Worth too, which is something Tim Cook has said like, pay people more than they think they're worth. I still, it's been how many ever fucking years since I've worked there? I still sing their praises, you know, like it worked. And I was the type of person that every single job I ever had, first off, I probably had more jobs than years you guys have been alive, and I've been fired from all of them because I eventually was just like, fuck you. Like, I'm going to do everything I can to, like, I used to work for this company that, like, cold called people about refinancing and all i would do is tell them how to get off the do or get on the do not call list or whatever and how they're <laughs> and then i got caught and i got fired oh, <laughs> i mean it was one of the worst firings too because he just came in and i was like he's like uh before you sit down at your desk and you come into my office i was like oh fuck i'm fired oh, i'd been through it enough i knew what was coming yeah. i sat down he's like do you know why you're being fired and i was like oh yeah he's <laughs> like all right then and i was like cool See you later, <laughs> <Just like> that, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Um. Anyways, that's my my one thing is I just wanted to say is like I, I support all of you in holding you, the companies you work for to a higher regard. They need to treat you with respect first. They need to pay you better second. Mm-hmm. I think those two are inextricably linked. But I think the first. Is, is more important. Like, you need to be respected. And I try, every time I go to a fast food place, I always try to say, like, thank you so much for doing what you do, you know? People say it to me as a, as a firefighter all the time, like, thank you for your service, which is awesome, and I appreciate that. But I'm thinking, like, dude, how many other people, like, my job is extremely satisfying. I love helping people. I love coming in, you know, to your house, or your apartment, or whatever, when you're you, your seconds, you feel like, you're you, you feel so scared that you called 911. Like, I love being that calm person that comes in and be like, you're going to be okay. Like, you couldn't be in a better place right now. Like, I'm a trained first responder. Like, we're going to do everything we can to keep you alive right now. That is deeply satisfying, right? I get more out of it than probably other people. But motherfucker who's got to serve me my fucking filet of fish meal with my unsweetened iced tea.
0: That sounds delicious right now. It's so good, dude. (laughs) Stop. That guy's I'm the not, real hero. That he guy's is? the real hero, though, dude. Right? <laughs> he,
1: not only like the shame of wearing whatever stupid fucking hat they make him wear. Like, <laughs> homie should be able to wear what he wants. Like, I don't give a fuck that you wear your little company uniform. Like, be mm, you, dude. Just yeah. give me my filet of fish. You know,
0: we're starting to get away from that because they used to not let you. When I worked at McDonald's, and that was not even that long ago, ten years ago, something like that. It, they wouldn't even let you. Really. They wouldn't even let you fucking wear. You wouldn't have any piercings have any piercings, tattoos, nothing of that that's that showing.
1: Tattoos are horrible.
0: Now they now they let people actually. I went through drive through, and there's plenty of people with piercings, tattoos. So I think we're starting to get away from that a little bit, which is good.
1: And it's that good. that to me comes to the respect, right? Like mm-hmm. I get that I'm like an unskilled worker, quote unquote. You know, like which I was always pissed me off. Like uh, I could not walk into McDonald's right now, this second, and do that job. So there's skills involved. Stop calling it unskilled work. Mm-hmm. You know. But like, what the fuck do my tattoos and my piercings have anything to do with my ability to do a job? Like, it's more about your customer image. They're afraid yes. that people are
0: going to see you and they'd be like, "Fuck McDonald's! That guy's got a t- tattoo. He worships the devil." I mean, so that's
1: their thought. Hail Stan these. and yeah. all I that. I hail. The, I literally hail Saint anymore. Satan, so.
2: <laughs> I think that we're actually some years past that i mean the very very religious people might still think that oh it happened to me the
1: other day did luckily I? they're almost it all was crazy day, so.
2: but those people are getting fewer and fewer <laughs> as the years ago yeah. i said it way darker <laughs> not <than> to <laughs> be it, but
1: I, i'm gonna even go darker than him the one lady who did like mention my tattoos and like in a negative way she did have a walker and i was like mm. You're a couple years. You got a couple years left on you. I'm not going to like challenge oh, you.
0: I thought you were about to say she did have a walker and I kicked it out of her one time and uh, <laughs> she's no longer with us. Glad you didn't go there. <laughs>
1: How metal of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it was just, it was super funny. She was like this, this woman, um, she uh she was like hey i like your tattoos and i was like oh thanks like this is the story of my life or whatever and blah blah blah. and this woman who's sitting down we're at walmart i'm getting my flu vaccine at the time and she's sitting on the thing with her walker or whatever and she's like tells this woman she's like it's a personal choice i was like that was an odd comment. I was like, I know what you're, you're getting after, though. I've been around the block a few times. And so I just ignored her and I was like, Yeah, you should get some tattoos to this girl or whatever. And she was like, Oh, I don't think I ever could. And I was like, Well, if you ever do, you know, make sure it means something to you. You know, this right here is, is the, the rosaries my grandmother and I used to make. You know, I'm not Catholic or anything anymore, but it was a very important part of my life growing up, you know. And the lady was like, How would anyone know that? And I, like to, I was like, Oh, <clears throat> okay like you you want to go like let's go i was like well you'd have to talk to me and learn about me oh and then they called my name for like my vaccine i was like you have a good rest of your day and like walked off
0: i don't agree with that uh tattoo that everybody says tattoo thing like uh, get something that means something to you i do agree with that you could and i think it means a lot when somebody does have something I do, I do right here on this arm but like on this arm i just got a fucking zombie giraffe it doesn't mean anything to me
1: it looks cool though. It
0: does look cool. I mean giraffe is my favorite animal. That's the only connection. Oh, so
1: okay. Then but but I'm also but I also want to
0: get an entire animal of dead or an entire arm of dead animals. Nice. And I love animals. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna wear out my phrase here, but how metal of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it, that that's just like one of the things I wanted to make sure I touched on is just like you know, I support I support the great resignation. I support people standing up for their you should, this is one life to live there's, i don't know if there's another life or you get to come back or i don't know never met anybody that's come back and you know told me personally so i i can't verify that there's anything after or before this i know that you're here right now and like that's it dude and so you should make sure that like whatever you're doing is like you're experiencing it right the whole reason i'm mm. on this podcast never been on a podcast before you know it's the whole reason i jumped out of an airplane whole reason I skied down a mountain. whole reason I ran a fucking marathon. Yeah. I've never done those things before. You write your obituary every day. And I'm hoping at the end, like you guys all come, if you're still alive, I'm going to live for a long fucking time. So,
0: I'm living forever. So I'll, I'm,
1: I'll yeah. make it to at least 100. I'm not even joking about that.
2: I've got less than a year.
1: Less than a year? How metal of you?
2: <laughs> See, there are some things I'm picking up from him. Yeah.
1: I mean, you're going to go eventually... And I mean, it's, it's, it's not about quantity necessarily. It's about quality. And like, if you are going to die in a year, like, was it all, was it all worth it? And I can't answer that for you. And like, that's something that's between you, you know? And like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get as much as I can. Life is a buffet, man. I'm going to eat like a fucking pig. I'm gonna try everything on this fucking thing, you know? Mm-hmm, Cause you I don't can. know if I get to come back, you know? And, yeah whatever's next i'm gonna be like yeah dude i've i wrecked that place Uh (laughs) (laughs) they remember me you know i tried it all you know that's why i joined the fire department you know it's like well i've never done that before i'll do that why not you know moved to the country i'd never lived in the country before we used to live in i've lived in major cities my whole life minneapolis chicago tokyo la never lived in the country this summer was the first time i stood in a cornfield I, I know you you were like what yeah. never <laughs> never stood in a cornfield i made a comment to my wife i was like how the fuck does somebody get lost in a cornfield she was like come with me and we <laughs> walked out there and i had never been in a cornfield i kind of assumed from like the clip art version that it was just these nice straight rows oh no nope. no no, no. so you kind of like go in and then you're like oh walk this way and then like real quick and then like It's over your head. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know, I'm sure. But like, we both grew up in the country. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I never have. And so, Minneapolis, we're living in North Minneapolis. Lord never lived in the hood. I was like, bro, let's
2: buy a house
1: on 26th and Penn in North Minneapolis. Shout out to North, my favorite fucking neighborhood. I love you all so much. Um, And our next door neighbor, two houses over, was the uh, president of a Crip affiliated motorcycle gang. Awesome, dude. Jigga, wherever. Oh, yeah. I think you're in Florida right now. You the shit, man. See, love. Um, they're dope guys. I went on a motorcycle ride with them with a Crip-affiliated motorcycle gang, and they told me we don't stop for red lights.
0: Hell I yeah. like motorcycles.
1: Okay, <laughs> cool. And they ride hard.
0: That's just a motorcycle. And off. they
1: like dangerous dudes, but they're super nice. Don't fuck with them. Don't start no shit. There won't be no shit. That's what I always tell people. Like, oh, wasn't it scary living in North? I'm like, no, Why would oh there's a lot of crime over there and it's like i'm not involved in any of it i'm not fucking with anybody's like you've got people who are are deprived of resources which is why they're desperate right that's why they'll do desperate things why is there no crime in edina it's because they got everything they need there's no resource to depravity like that's what causes people to make do crime you know people over in north they're living hard man ain't got nothing to lose but don't start no shit there won't be no shit Laura had never done that. She lived in the hood. She realized, like, oh wow, all these preconceived notions I had about black people. And the same thing that I carry. I grew up in the same America she did. I grew up, you know, all the images you see are they're violent. They're like somehow more violent than black people. You know, I remember growing up, people were like, oh, don't go in that neighborhood. As a white person, what the fuck like they're not like animals they're not gonna be like a white person Ah!" no dude that's not how it works you know they're actually some of the most loving people i've ever met when the pandemic hit and the 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 protests were happening my community came together they knew what to fucking do there was food there was shelter we came together i looked at other communities in minneapolis they were standing there with their fucking dicks in their hands um
0: sorry do you mean mean handgun or dick
1: uh, they were just standing there fucking <laughs> clueless. And North Minneapolis knew how to come together. Mm-hmm. We knew how to come together as a community, mm-hmm. and that was beautiful. Um, and then I saw a young girl uh, get in a car accident um, on the corner that my wife and I would, would run a lot. She was, somebody ran a red light, and uh, stuff was getting kind of crazy over there with people driving. And um, there was a bunch of reasons that we wanted to move. But one of them was I, I saw this girl get killed on the corner, and I was just like that could have been my wife that could have been me this isn't safe physically for us anymore and she was like well where do you want to go i was like well i don't want to live in the city i was like i want to live in the country because i've never done it we bought a house in waverly minnesota with a population of 1200 fucking people never lived in a small town before (laughs) never (laughs) understood small town drama and how like everybody knows what you do like the second i moved in there i was like a fucking alien that moved into that town you know and I love it. They're super nice people. Like yeah. they differ from me in a lot of ways, and I, I would guarantee we hold a lot of different beliefs. But they've welcomed me with open arms. You know, I I proceed with love, chesed, chesed, right? You know, like start with love. We've um, been awesome people, man. You know, and like how you make and affect change is, you know, you you live the right life, right? Like, I joined the fire department. I didn't just move into a community and was like, let me liberal shit on all you fucking retards. Like, sorry for using that word. Um, <laughs> oh, no. You know, I've been using this podcast <laughs> before, actually. <laughs> I'd just like to apologize. Um, You know, I didn't. Out. I joined the fire department. It became a part of my community, right? I helped. Like, I did the hard work, right? It's not complicated. It's just hard work. And, like, I'm hoping that as I as I, you know, become more a part of them, they're going to start to ask me about things, you know, like, Oh, that's interesting. Like, you you know, you think this way, or, you know, tell me more instead of just being in a small town echo chamber. Here's this guy who moves there who maybe thinks a little different than them. And I'm not going to change anybody's mind, but maybe people have like a softer, you know, I think that's where we're to talk about the thing we were talking about earlier. You're never going to change people. Like that's, what's beautiful about, the world if everybody thought like me just a bunch of sunshines That'd be around real boring be real yeah. fucking boring yeah. right i yeah. love the differences i love that we think differently and we hold different opinions and there is no right way we have to be kind to each other like you know and that's the power of positivity is being kind right mm-hmm. and i was talking about like being online you fucking you know troll somebody or hate you know just fucking sarcastic comment them like you really didn't make anything better and you actually made yourself feel worse in the long run. Cause I mean, or at least me anyways, I, I end up feeling like shit like fuck dude, you just like ruin somebody's day and shit on them. And they're just mad at you. And now they're out in the world and they're mad at their fucking McDonald's driver. They come to get their filet of fish or whatever, you know? And they're just like being shitty to that guy. And that guy's like, what the fuck? I hate my life already. I work for this shitty company and now this customer is a dick to me. And it's just like, it goes out. It ain't worth it.
0: You know? Yeah. I don't know think that that's a good good message to leave on in, it's very metal what i would like to say is, yeah it is actually it is very metal <laughs> it really legitimately is because it's positivity like, and love everyone everyone should uh I, I shouldn't say it that way but you know it's a good thing to keep in the mindset of i'm just gonna be as positive as i can be and if that rubs off on somebody that's good yeah you know? dude. and i think that a lot of people don't hold themselves to you know to the level that they they are you know I think a lot of people think low of themselves and that sets in a lot of that stuff so I think that's a really good way to wrap up everything that's been said this entire podcast absolutely actually. thanks a, for
1: having me on guys um you know if I can plug my my music for a second yes like, please um, go ahead yeah you know uh, family F four M I L seven Spotify iTunes YouTube you name it it's all out there um we're coming out with a new record here um which we're gonna really dive into some more like a little bit more acoustic elements. Um, but still the same Wub dubs that you guys love. Um, our, our latest EP is out. Uh, it's called 47. Um, we're really proud of it. And, uh, we love all your support. You guys, it means the world to me every time you comment or tell me that, you know, you like what we do. It, it really literally means the world to me. It does. Um, so thank you and thanks for having awesome. me on, guys. This was fucking oh, awesome.
0: Thanks for being the host. You were yeah. fantastic. You were, yeah. a, you were fantastic host. So
1: I yeah, I was gonna in, the other thing I was gonna do is just interview you guys the whole time because I yeah. was technically. The hey, that's welcome. That, that is well. uh, yeah.
0: very welcome. Yeah,
1: maybe if you guys have me on again, that's what I'll do. I'll just take over the podcast and. Hell yeah, man! Maybe even bring in my own guests and kick you guys out. <laughs> like, yeah. This is my <laughs> podcast, uh, so
0: I'm the forever <laughs> special guest. So at least <laughs> okay. at least one of us has to be here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: right i could be the special
1: guest
0: too we're we're one person so nice but one of us is one of the special guests (laughs) (laughs) nice all right thanks a lot guys for listening and um